Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. to another episode of Agents of Mace. Today is our, I guess, phase four recap. Uh, the year is almost over and all of our phase four content has come to an end. Uh, so we're going to kind of go through it all and talk about what we liked, what we didn't, what was our favorite, what was our least favorite, and what we hope to see in this next year and in phase five. So uh, I guess to kick it off, um, we can just really quick run through what all was in phase four in case, uh, people don't remember because it's a lot to remember. There's a lot of stuff. <laughs> so, uh, for movies we have, and these are not in order. Um, I should have found a list that was in order, but anyway, Black Widow, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, The Eternals, my list just bumped uh spider-man no way home dr strange the multiverse of madness thor love and thunder and it ended with black panther wakanda forever but we also had the addition of all these great series um and they really kicked off this season so we had wandavision falcon winter soldier loki what if hawkeye moon knight miss marvel i am groot which sort of counts um and she hulk <laughs> attorney at law then we also had two, they're listed as TV movies, um, but Marvel refers to them as special presentations. So we had Werewolf by Night and the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. So, wow, what a ton of stuff <laughs> that was packed. I didn't even really think about the fact that WandaVision was in phase four. And so that mm -hmm. meant all of the series that we've watched were in phase four. I sort of forgot that that was a part of this so that's crazy there's a lot of stuff this year <laughs> or i guess not just this year but this phase yeah there's a lot of content for sure also why does letterbox have i am groot but not what if Ooh, that's what? 
interesting <laughs> yeah i was just doing a search and it's like that's the frustration is people are like throwing like random movies called what if into their face for rankings because <laughs> it's not there but i just did a search rhyme groot and they have each episode so you can go and rank those episodes oh those little shorts which is crazy i i get that i am groot was part of it i mm-hmm. feel like I Am Groot was just a fun miniseries that had nothing to do with anything. Yeah. But who knows? Maybe they have huge plans for that in the next phase, and we're going to see all of that come to fruition. (laughs) Um, So I guess we can kind of break this down if you guys want into your favorite series and we'll include uh the special presentations in that um and then our favorite movies or movie or however many you have that you're like that was my favorite uh (laughs) so um i guess let's start with movies because that's what the majority of people will have seen um unless you a have disney plus and b are a huge marvel fan you probably didn't watch all of the marvel series so (laughs) If you have time and you haven't watched them, you should go watch them. They're all great. Um, But to start with movies, I honestly think I'm torn between Shang-Chi and Thor Love and Thunder. I know not a lot of people enjoyed Thor Love and Thunder. It was a little wild, but I really liked it. But also... And these are our favorites? Yeah. Yeah. We'll start with our favorites. Oh goodness! But also Shang Chi, I loved that movie. I out of all of this phase's movies, that's the one that I probably watched the most. So, gotta put that in my number one. Um, Black Widow and Eternals. Other than Kit Harrington and Blade talking at the end of Eternals, not for me. Black Widow nonsense didn't make didn't had nothing to do with anything other than to introduce some new characters. Multiverse of Madness was cool. Spider-Man No Way Home was cool. But it was also sad and depressing because it was like Marvel sending Mm. Spider-Man to Grandma's house for (laughs) three more movies before we get him back. So it was kind of like, ah, they did all this really cool stuff and then they immediately had to like just wipe it clean and act like it never happened before so that when they get him back from Sony, they can do whatever they want. So that, I don't know, I have angry feelings, Sony. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And Black Panther Wakanda Forever was a great movie. It was just too recent um, for me to have seen it more than once. So I don't know that I want to like give that a top spot, but I think it Mm. falls like strongly in the middle along with Doctor Strange. Then I think Spider-Man. Then I'll put Eternals because like at least... It sort of had something to do with something. And then Black Widow's my least bottom of the barrel. <laughs> Man. <laughs> hot take. That's some hot take right there. <laughs> Whoa. Well, I will say, you can follow me on Letterboxd. I've got a list. It's got all my Phase 4 ranking. Now including I Am Groot. <laughs> I just don't know how to put what if in there. <laughs> like, letterbox, get on this. Um, man, those are some hot takes. 
my favorite. <laughs> when we look at the movies, like my favorite is Spider-Man No Way Home. I mean, that to me is just, it's just so good. I, I get it that it's sad and depressing, but that's just the kind of person I am is I need all the feels. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my favorite movies, and that's what I'm itching for in Phase 5. I need more feels, but Spider-Man No Way Home is incredible. But Shang-Chi's up there as well. That's like my number two in terms of movies. Um, Not number two on my entire list, but um, for movies alone, Shang-Chi's next, and then then Wakanda Forever. I really like Wakanda Forever. It's really good. So what's your least favorite movie? My bottom is Thor, Love, and Thunder. Oh, what? Yeah. On the bottom? Under Black Widow? Under Eternals? Y'all are dragging Black Widow real hard. Look, nothing nothing against against anyone that worked on that movie. But it is not a good movie. Remember when they jumped out of the plane or whatever that towel, whatever it was? I don't even remember because I don't want to watch it again. But it exploded and they jumped out of it and it looked like a high school production put on, like got a green screen donated and someone was like, yeah, I know how to use it. But they didn't. And they made that scene. Nah, COVID. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Well, true. Maybe they they did. Eternals was like bottom of this list for the longest time. But I don't know. I'm just not behind Thorn Love and Thunder. That was just a miss for me. Um, Zeus blew his clothes off. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's going to... Okay. Uh, Yeah, just the overall, like, approach that Taika took with Thor, Love and Thunder, just the the comedy didn't work for me. That's such such an unfortunate thing because it happens so early is whenever you get the tone... I was just like, really? I'm going to have to sit for another like hour and 30 minutes of this. And it was just like, it was rough. Um, the thing with Eternals is like, there's so many characters and it's just, there's, but there's substance there. Like there's really interesting things there, but I do think it was just a bit of a mess. Like right in the middle is like Dr. Strange uh, and Black Widow for me. Um, those are... Which Doctor Strange was kind of low on my list for a while, but I've seen that one quite a bit. And the more times I watched it, the more things I found to appreciate in it. There's one movie yes. that um, was left out of this list, and I want to know if you two think that it should be added to this list. Because um, if it is, it's going to be on the very bottom of my list. Uh, Morbius. Yay! I did write it down. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, a Phase Four movie, um, but I and that it was released during the release of other Phase yeah. Four movies. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it you came know, out during Phase Four. It did come out during Phase and Four, and they try That's... so hard to make it. Yeah, canon I didn't include that four. because I, I did this as my MCU Phase Four, um, and Morbius is like just I don't know. Yes, I, I guess I should add that <laughs> to phase four. Um, yeah, I don't know. Morbius is going to be at the bottom. Probably not the very bottom, but it's going to be <laughs> near the bottom. Not at the bottom? <laughs> what? Something was worse in your eyes than Morbius? 
I mean, Thor Love and Thunder. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Elisa, I'm ready to hear you back me up. <laughs> okay. Well, I will preface this by saying that I misunderstood the assignment and only officially ranked the ones from this year. <laughs> But, oh, that's but that's okay. Weird. That's okay. You guys, you guys have reminded me of all the stuff that is in Phase Four proper, and so I can I can spitball a little bit here. Okay, so my favorite from this year was Wakanda Forever, of course. But my favorite out of this phase is Spider Man No Way Home. I know that it had sad parts, but it also had the most joyous and funny and just you know happy feels parts of any other movie in uh, phase four. And it's pretty high for uh, all of the MCU movies together. So I like that it was really, really sad. And it had, I wouldn't call the ending bleak, but it was it was a bittersweet ending. Uh, but it was coupled with all of these themes of like familial love and friendship and God, it was so, so good. And of course the the nostalgia trip with having Toby and Andrew back was just great. Um, the others from uh, phase four that I thought were good besides, <laughs> besides Wakanda forever. Um, I don't know why y'all hate so much on Black Widow. I thought that it was perfectly fine. <laughs> I mean, and I, I am not as critical of the not, CGI stuff as y'all are, but... I'm not hating it, on it. It's, like, right in the middle. I think it's rewatchable. It, it is rewatchable. I've seen it a few times now. Um, and I, I loved that we got uh, Yelena. She has been awesome and everything that we've seen since then from her, so I'm looking forward to Thunderbolts. Um, as for the rest of this year... Uh, oh, and sorry, I have to throw this out there. My least favorite was Eternals. <laughs> um, I... It, Eternals is not a bad movie. Eternals just, it doesn't have the stuff that makes me want to see a movie again. It had interesting ideas. It was a mess, but it wasn't a hot mess like <laughs> Thor Love and Thunder. I would take a hot mess over a regular mess any day of the week. <laughs> so it was, it was just, it was a little bit too broody and self-consciously epic for me to really get behind, if that makes any sense. Um, it was it was okay. Had some neat visual stuff happening. If they make another movie, I'll go see it. But but for now, I'm just kind of like, oh, that was the one I was the most the most met on. Besides uh, Morbius, and at least <laughs> Morbius provided me hours of joy watching reactions of videos vi videos of it on YouTube. Um, but Multiverse of Madness, I liked more than Thor: Love and Thunder. Uh, Multiverse of Madness was yet another kind of hot mess express, but it was a really fun hot mess express. And it had Sam Raimi providing just like insane set pieces all the way through <laughs> the movie. And that, that part was cool for me. Uh, but yeah, Thor Love and Thunder was, it was trying very hard to be funny when before it was funny without having to try hard. That's and true. so that made me sad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's my best job of ranking these kind of on the fly. <laughs> that was that was good. I I think that Eternals for me was rough just because like that there's so much that they could have done that they didn't do, and to kind of like introduce these characters, but very quickly so that they could get to like the story where the characters are already established. It was like, you didn't give us enough time to like learn who these characters are before you just shoved in our face who the characters yeah. are supposed to be. 
Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that's my problem. And again, good job, everyone who made Black Widow. You guys <laughs> made a movie during a pandemic. Good on you. I don't like it. I like the characters. I think all the characters that were introduced were great. If they had literally called the movie The Red Star or Yelena, like maybe I would have liked it a little bit more because it was like, oh, okay, this is someone else's story. But to watch Black Widow's like origin story happening post-origin and also post-death, it was like, what is this? Did you do this on accident? and forget to release it and then we're like oh just put it out and they put it out like i don't know it just didn't make sense for for anything it was like they should have made it earlier definitely a timing thing i agree there yeah if it was released earlier i think it would have had a, a much better overall impact one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes nice dress uh it's a it's a t-shirt until you tried it on same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Act. Mm. Yeah. So, from these movies, um, or I guess from Phase Three, they decided that hey, you know what we could do? We could make a bunch of series, and boy oh boy, did they! And they were all great. So, let's dive into the series. Um, they came out strong with Wandavision. I, I as much as I love all of the series that have come out, I feel like Wandavision hit different than everything else that's come out since. Um, I don't know if it was just like they had nothing against the writers on any of the other ones. I love all the series, but maybe WandaVision had better writers or more money because it was like their first one. I don't, I don't know, but WandaVision 
should be my top. I'll say it like that because it's not my top because there were other ones that I enjoyed more. But mm. as as for a like well-rounded show or series, WandaVision should be number one. Um, for me, I got to say it's a toss-up between uh, Hawkeye and She-Hulk because they were just so wow. different than anything else we've seen. And come on, listeners, you know me. I, I like the funny stuff. I want to see the funny <laughs> and the cool. And that's all that those two were. It was just like comedy, comedy, maybe an action scene. I think She-Hulk maybe a little bit lower, so I'll say Hawkeye won because there were like a couple dud episodes for She-Hulk. But overall, I think those two were, were my favorite. Um, I would say my least favorite would probably be Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I didn't, I didn't not mm. like any of the series. Like I loved all of the series, but I think that one started really strong, and then quickly got out of hands. And then the rushness of the ending just kind of was upsetting that they sort of tried to end it, but they did it too fast all in the last episode. So I don't know. I, I don't know that I could rank the other ones because I, I like them all. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll split it into top and bottom. I would say top would be probably WandaVision, Loki, Moon Knight. Um, what if was really cool. And then bottom. But again, not bottom because I didn't like them. I still liked them. Uh, Miss Marvel. I am Groot. Um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Oh, and I forgot about the other things. Werewolf by Night in the top Guardians Galaxy <laughs> Holiday Special. That's probably my number one. That's I mean that was <laughs> blew my mind how much fun that was. Um, but I I know that those are a little bit different because they are like short films rather than yeah. a series. Yeah, I think with the short films, <clears throat> I kind of just I like them both really. I, I thought they were really great. Um, but because they're short films, I'm just kind of putting them in the middle of the list. Mm. Not that I don't like light. It's just, I don't know, Look, comparing to everything else, they're kind of like their own thing. Mm -hmm. Oh, and it's weird, too, because, like, Werewolf by Night could have been a series. But Guardians mm -hmm. of the Galaxy, no way. That they're just, there's not enough there to make that a series. It just yeah. needed to be a one-off little short. So. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, that does it for my uh, cool. series ratings. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I, I, I agree with a lot of what you said, especially with WandaVision. I mean, there's so much we owe, really, to WandaVision, even to Phase 4. I mean, it, because of Phase 4, we're doing this. Like, <laughs> it's crazy. Just I've been reflecting on that a lot this week. Um, but for me, a lot of these kind of fall together. Um it's t it was tough to, to rank to like to differentiate a couple of these, but like Loki's like my number one. I really, really like Loki. Um, right below that is WandaVision. Um, for me, like Hawkeye and Falcon and the Soldier are about neck and neck. Um, I really enjoyed both of those. I've been rewatching Hawkeye uh, just for the oh, holiday idea. season. Um, and then it's like Moon Knight and Miss Marvel are about the same. Um, and then lower end for me, it'd be like just the shorts, like the Groot shorts and then She-Hulk. I could see like She-Hulk is one of those ones that like 
putting it in my top, I already know that that's probably in no one else's top. Um, <laughs> I, I understand that like a lot of people didn't like She-Hulk, but I just thought it was so different to everything else that we were getting that that it stood It's really out funny, too. Yeah, but it's like if you look at like the two that are really just different. You'd have mm-hmm. WandaVision and She-Hulk, mm-hmm. which is crazy because it's almost like for me, they're like it's like top of the list and then bottom. <laughs> I appreciate a lot of what She Hulk did, but I don't know. There was I wish there could have been a little bit more there. Mm-hmm. Um, and just I don't know. I like Falcon Winter Soldier. I kind of want to rewatch that one again. I really like that one. There's so many moments in that that I would have loved to see on a big screen. Mm-hmm. Like some that that series probably has some of the best action. Oh yeah, that that's really sure. would have been elevated if it was a movie right. to see on the big screen. Well, and I feel like the first half of that series did have like movie level mm-hmm. CGI and effects, mm-hmm. and then for whatever reason, the second half of it didn't. COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. Right. right. So it it was like, oh, what happened? All right, Elisa, how about you? Okay, another reminder that I misunderstood the assignment <laughs> and I only ranked the ones from this year. Um, my favorites overall are still uh, Loki and WandaVision, uh, with Loki probably edging out WandaVision by just a tiny bit. I mean, aside from uh, those being characters that we all you know, know and love, those two had the strongest emotional core of any of these shows. Um, and I think the... WandaVision especially, it was so tragic. Mm-hmm. But it was also, it had, again, moments that were so uh, fun and lighthearted. And it was, like, ridiculously imaginative. And I loved all the uh, all the ways that they incorporated the different eras of TV. Like, it was, it was so great. And y'all know I'm just Norse trash about Loki. But <laughs> right under those two is She-Hulk. <laughs> I loved She-Hulk. It was so funny. Tatiana Maslany turned in like an incredible performance. She was so great. Uh, And I liked all the fourth wall breaking stuff. I liked that it kind of made fun of the formula of these shows and these movies. (laughs) I, I was just, I was about it. I was there for every second of it. The filler episodes that you guys don't like, I loved them. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and uh, I, I also really liked uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, it would be probably middle-ish somewhere, uh, but definitely elevated by um, my boys being in it. I've got uh, Sam and Bucky both. Um, at, uh, and for this year, Miss Marvel after uh, She-Hulk, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special right after that. Uh, werewolf by not and then they're at the bottom like for everything the two that i had together were uh i am Groot at the very bottom i don't feel like i need to explain that and uh and moon knot there was nothing wrong with moon knot i want to begin with that there was nothing wrong with moon knot it had many great things (laughs) in it but it just it wasn't one of the ones that engaged me the way that others did. And I think it's partly because I just I don't know much about the character. Um, I grew to really, really like um, Stephen and Mark, especially Stephen, because he's precious. Um, but yeah, it just it overall was not super my thing. Mm-hmm. 
much how She-Hulk might not be other people's thing. <laughs> um, it wasn't that it was bad because there haven't there hasn't been a bad series yet. Um, and did I forget about What If? I really liked What If. Throw it, throw that in there somewhere. <laughs> I feel like uh, What If and I Am Groot are hard because like they yeah you know What If is kind of on its own and yes it has spun off now into some other things that are coming up in the next phase, but yes. realistically it doesn't have anything to do with the MCU. Like we're not seeing any of that happen in, in the movies. So we're seeing, we're seeing flavors. Yeah. Of it. Like homage. Seeing... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, but that's, that's fine for me. Cause I like seeing how weird, uh, all the different versions, all the variants of uh, the main characters mm. stories are. Um, so Yeah. That was mine. I I still like Loki and WandaVision best, but She-Hulk is coming in really strong. <laughs> well, I will say that like for the movies, it was a little harder. I do feel like there were some movies for me that I didn't like, um, but for the series, there wasn't a single one I didn't like. Even I Am Groot, I enjoyed it. Did it have mm-hmm. anything to do or did it lend anything to Marvel as a whole? No, but it was fun. It was cute. Yeah. yeah. That uh, him throwing a fit is a really good reaction gift. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Kids loved it, so. Yeah. Mm. So this week is a little bit of a shorter episode. Um, but before we wrap up, I just wanted to quickly shout out our phase five, because um, that is where we're headed next. Uh, it's going to start with Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, and it's going to go all the way through question mark because there are still some question marks on the list of films and series um right now the official list if you will uh has ant-man and the wasp quantumania guardians of the galaxy volume 3 the marvels captain america new world order thunderbolts and blade listed as the movies and then for the series we have secret invasion echo loki ironheart agatha coven of chaos and daredevil born again so already kind of stacked but definitely that is not it um there's going to be more (laughs) added to that um whether it's things that we think we know like fantastic four or if it's things that we don't even know are in the works yet so i'm wondering how much of that could be mutant related Mm -hmm. oh 100 i think they're gonna I do think I do expect we're going to get something, <clears throat> whether it be like some kind of special short or an unannounced series that's going to be solely around mutants. Mm-hmm. I think that's coming soon, sooner than expected. Or like when they're going to start showing up more in the movies now. Was, now. was Loki season two in phase five? Um, so, yes, Loki season two. I just said Loki, but yeah, it's season okay. two. Um, yeah. And then I know there are some other things that I'm pretty sure we know are coming out that aren't on the official list. Um, we did recently get the official title for the next Shang-Chi movie. Ooh. Ooh. Um, I don't know if either of you saw that. I did not. Uh, it's uh, Shang-Chi and the Wreckage of Time, I believe it's what it's called. Mm-hmm. Sticking with the time. I get it. Yep. Shang-Chi and Wreckage of Time. Um, is going to be the title for that, but it's 2025 release. Okay. Well, the the list that I have for Phase Five is uh, 
up till 20, 2023 to 2024. So okay. I don't know if if this will end and phase six will be 2025, but I don't think so. I think what's going to happen is we have these and we're going to get some more and this phase will last a little longer than the usual two year phase. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. I'm curious to see how, how much we'll get there. Cause even, um, even the powers over, uh, which was probably, I don't know if it was Feige that actually officially announced this or, or just the overall MCU team, you know, they said they have paid attention to the fans and phase four and all the mixed the mixed bag that it was and they they did say that they're going to focus more on quality versus quantity so yeah then maybe but i i know that we also have iron war or iron wars um armor wars and uh what if season two and neither of those are on the list but though i know that those have been announced along with fantastic four but and deadpool 3 yeah yeah so i don't know where those fall with this phase if they will do just a shorter phase or not i guess not a shorter phase it's as far as the movies go it's about the same number of movies um yeah but it is less series so i don't know i guess we'll find out next year (laughs) i'm ready (laughs) So thank you guys for listening. Um, the year's not over, so I won't say have a great next year yet. Um, but be sure to join us for our next episode when we'll talk about question mark, question mark, question mark. You'll have to listen to find <laughs> out. Uh, but thank you guys for listening. And any last thoughts before we go? I just want to remind everybody that there was a part in Morbius where they referred to the Nobel Prize. (laughs) I think that's where we're going to end this episode. See you guys next time. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.